To navigate life, we need wisdom. Uh, without wisdom, nothing in life really matters, nothing really has a point, and life can actually end up in destruction and as our life falls apart without true wisdom. But where does true wisdom come from? What does true wisdom look like in our life? In this series, Pursuing the Path of Wisdom, we look at the book of Proverbs, where God tells us exactly what true wisdom is, where true wisdom comes from, and what it looks like in our life. As you listen to this series, uh, if it impacts your life, like it, share it, and subscribe to our list so that you get more of these messages to not only impact your life, but others. God bless as you listen to God's word. In 300 BC, 300 years before Christ, there was a Greek philosopher named Zeno. And uh, he had a saying that has gone throughout time since then. And it's one that I'm sure that many of you have heard from either your parents or teachers or you've said as a parent or teacher. Zeno said this, you have two ears and one mouth so that you can listen the more and talk the less. I've heard it said like this, God has given you two ears and one mouth so you can listen more and talk less. And yet I wonder if Zeno was living today if he would say something else. I wonder if he would say, God has given you two ears and two hands so that you can cover your ears because there's so much out there. <laughs> there are too many voices out there. Zeno lived in a time when social media wasn't a thing, when TV and radios weren't a thing, when uh, TikTok and Instagram reels, when those weren't a thing. We live in a world where there are so many competing voices happening at once. And so many want to impart wisdom to you and to me to tell us about life, where we come from, why we're here, where we're going, that it can be so overwhelming that we just want to clog our ears and not listen. And yet through all of those voices, God calls out to you and me. Through all of the many voices in this world, God is calling to impart wisdom to you and to me. And that's why we're doing this series, The Pursuit of Wisdom. We've said uh, over the course of the last two weeks, we don't talk about wisdom very much. We talk about morality, uh, but we don't really talk about wisdom and pursuing wisdom and where wis wisdom comes from. And so that's where we're going with this series. We saw the first week that you can't be a wise person, a truly wise person, without having a relationship with Jesus. Because the Bible says that Jesus is the wisdom from God. And so if you don't know Jesus, you can't be a truly wise person. You can make smart decisions. You can have a high IQ. In the ways of the world, you can make wise decisions. But in what's truly wise... You can't be a truly wise person without having a relationship with Jesus. Last week, we saw how we need to guard our hearts because it's the wellspring of our life. where We don't go anywhere that our heart hasn't already gone. We said that our eyes won't, will only go where our heart has already gone. We walk only where our heart has already gone, and so we want to take the truth and plant it deep in our hearts. 
because it all starts here. Today, we want to see what does it take to gain wisdom? What does it take to gain wisdom? We're looking at Proverbs chapter 2 today. Uh, Again, Proverbs written by Solomon, 950 B.C. We're going to look at the first five verses here, and then we're going to stop. My son, if you accept my words and store up my commands within you, turning your ear to wisdom and applying your heart to understanding. Indeed, if you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding, and if you look for it as for silver and search for it as for hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Let's stop right there. Uh, We may want to close our ears to everything that's going on, and yet there's one voice that we need to listen to, and Solomon tells us, My son, if you accept my words and store up my commands within you, turning your ear to wisdom and applying your heart to understanding. Whose word is he talking about? Not just his own word. Who's given him his words? God. If you remember, Solomon, when he first became king, uh, God came to him and said, Ask me for anything, and I'll give it to you. And what did Solomon ask for? Wisdom. Give me wisdom to lead. And God made him the wisest person to ever live. And so as we hear, my son, if you accept my words and store up the commands with you, he's talking about God's word. It's God's word that calls out to you and me. God's voice through the pages of scripture. God is calling to you and to me, and he wants us to know his wisdom. And look at what he says. Look at the progression here. If you accept my words and store up my commands within you, turning your ear to wisdom and applying it to your heart. Solomon's saying the same thing, just a a little differently, isn't he? If you accept it, if you receive the words that are being spoken to you from God's word, if you receive it as truth, when we receive it in a humble position, God, this is your word, this is your truth, I don't get to mend it, I don't get to turn it, I don't get to twist it, here's your words to me, and I treasure it in my heart. I'm going to turn my ear to your word, And I'm going to listen. I'm going to turn out all the other voices. I'm going to sit and listen to your word, take what you say, and apply it to my heart. What's going to happen? We're going to find wisdom. We're going to find wisdom. It starts by listening to the word of God, by sitting at the feet of God as we open his word and listening to his word and taking it and applying it and putting it in our heart. But look what else... Solomon says, verse 4, And if you look for it as for silver and search for it as for hidden treasure. Looking for silver and searching for hidden treasure takes time, doesn't it? Uh, If everyone knew where the hidden treasure was, it wouldn't be hidden. (laughs) If we knew exactly where it was and it it took took us no time to go get it, it wouldn't be a hidden treasure. A hidden treasure is hidden for a reason. It takes time to go and look and search. In 1849, the gold rush boomed in America. And people from all over the country packed up everything they had and went out west to California in hopes to find gold. Now imagine packing up your family, not in a, uh, in a moving truck while you flew out there, You packed it up on a horse and buggy, and you made the long trip over there. You take out your pickaxe, 
when you first get there, and you dig for a few hours, and you don't find anything. Are you quitting? No, you just moved your whole family. <laughs> you just moved your whole family across country in hopes to find gold, and you're going to quit after a few hours? No, to, to find and look for silver, to find the hidden treasure, what's it take? Discipline, determination, and perseverance. It takes discipline, determination, and perseverance to go out and dig and search and find. See, we, we live in this Amazon Prime world, right, where we want things to come quickly. In fact, two-day shipping is sometimes too long, especially when sometimes we order it and, oh, great, it came the next day. Or even same-day shipping. But wisdom's not like that. We wish we could find the little nugget. We wish we could take the little truth, and I'll be wise. And yet Solomon says that's not how it works. Here's your first point today. Wisdom is not a quick fix, but a process. What's it take? It takes a process of digging into God's word, sitting at the feet of God as we open his word and listen to what God has to say. How do you approach the scriptures? There's all these voices out there that are giving you wisdom. And how quickly do they come? In five-second reels. In 30-second TikToks. They come to you quickly. And if we just apply them, we take them, we apply them, we think we're good. And when that doesn't work, we go back and we find more. We want them to come quickly. Give us what we need so I can have a successful marriage. Give us what we need so that I can be a better parent. Give us what we need so that I can become more successful, more prosperous. Give me what I need so that my life will be more happy. And, and we take all these things and we want them quickly. Just give me the little nugget, the little flake that's going to change my life. And yet it doesn't work that way with finding true wisdom. Why? Why not? Because wisdom isn't an abstract thing. It's not a pithy saying. Wisdom comes from a relationship with our God who is true wisdom, who is wisdom from eternity. He is all wise. And if we want true wisdom, it comes in a relationship with Him. Are you wanting the nuggets of wisdom without the relationship? Are you looking to open up God's word and take a verse here and there and say, here it is, this is going to be the success. This is going to be what I need. This is what I can apply to turn things around. The quick fix. Or are you digging into God's word? Are you searching God's word like you would searching for silver, searching for the hidden treasure, digging deeper and deeper in your relationship with the Lord. The reality is, wisdom's not a quick fix. It's a process over time as we walk with the Lord, as the Lord speaks to us through His Word, as He gives us His wisdom found on the pages of Scripture, not in pithy sayings, but in a relationship with Him.
the more we walk with him, the more wisdom develops in us as the Spirit of God makes known the realities of God to us. The reality is, wisdom's not a quick fix, but a process. But what else does it take? Sure, it takes determination. It takes perseverance. It, it, it takes cutting things out to sit and listen to the Word of God. But what else? Solomon tells us, verse 6, For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. He holds success in store for the upright. He's a shield to those whose walk is blameless. For he guards the course of the just and protects the way of his faithful ones. What's it take? It takes the Lord giving us wisdom. Verse 6, the Lord gives wisdom. You and I are not going to stumble upon wisdom. God needs to give us wisdom. We, if we're left to ourselves, will always choose the path which leads us away from the Lord. If you want proof, look at the Garden of Eden. Adam and Eve literally walked and talked with God. They saw God. God said, eat from, this, eat from all these trees, not from that one. The wisdom of life, the path of life is right here. And even though they saw God, even though they talked with God, what did they end up doing? They still went their own way. And ever since then, the sinful nature in us wants to go our own way. God's wisdom needs to be revealed, and the Lord gives us wisdom. The Lord wants you to know who you are. The Lord wants you to know why you're here. The Lord wants you to know where you're going, where you came from, what's your purpose in life. He gives you all of that wisdom, and it's found in His Word. He, he gives you the wisdom to know that your relationship with Him was broken, but now it's been restored through Jesus. He gives you all of this wisdom, and He wants you to have it. The Lord gives wisdom. What's it take? It takes the Lord revealing his wisdom to us. And he freely gives it. He wants to give it. Because the Lord gives wisdom. Why? Why does the Lord give wisdom? We don't deserve it. It's not something that God has to do. Humanity has, has completely disregarded God's wisdom and went their own way. So why in the world would God even bother holding out his wisdom to us? There's only one reason. He doesn't want you to die but live. There's only one reason. He loves you. And he wants you to know the path to life found only in Jesus Christ. He has no other reason to give us his wisdom besides he's a loving God, a merciful God, who wants you to live forever. It's only a loving heart of our God that over the course of 1,500 some years, 1,800 years, he would inspire men to write down his word and then over the course of the next 2,000 years, Protect it, guard it, 
make sure that it's still readily available so that you and I, in the 21st century, carry his truth, his wisdom, around in our pocket so that we can know his love. It's only out of love that he gives us his wisdom. And that wisdom is found in Scripture. This is what Paul reminds Timothy about in 2 Timothy chapter 3. He says to Timothy, how from infancy, infancy, think about that, a baby, how from infancy you have known the Holy Scriptures which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. God has given us his wisdom. And where is his wisdom found? In his word. And the only reason he's given us his wisdom is so that you and I would know salvation. So that you and I would know the wisdom to know that it's not found in our actions. It's not found in what we do or what we haven't done. It's found through Jesus Christ, the way, the truth, and the life. And as we open up the pages of Scripture, where does he lead us? To the cross of Christ. Though foolishness to the world, though completely foolish that a God would die on the cross for his people, it's the wisdom of God for the salvation of everyone who believes. It's only the beating heart of our God that he gives us the gift of wisdom. It's your second point today. Wisdom is a gift from the Lord. He doesn't need to give us his word, but he does because he loves you that much. What's it take to gain wisdom? Yes, it takes determination. It takes perseverance. It takes us sitting down and listening to the word of God. But it takes a God who loves us so much that he would even give us the gift of his word. And he gives us his wisdom as he gives us his spirit that we may know the depths of God's love for you and me. As we read the word, Something happens then. It's your next point. The Lord's wisdom saves and transforms. Here's what he says. Verse 9. Then you will understand what is right and just and fair, every good path. For wisdom will enter your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Discretion will protect you and understanding will guard you. Stop right there. What happens as we start reading the Word of God? What happens when we start gaining wisdom from God? Uh, a transformation takes place where now we know what is right, just, and fair. We know what is right versus what is wrong. We know what is just versus unjust. We know what is fair versus unfair. God's Word transforms us so that we have this knowledge and wisdom that we wouldn't have had otherwise. It's only when God's word is made known to us by the Spirit of God as we read his word that we understand what's right, what's just, and what's fair in God's eyes. And it starts to change our hearts as we live out the right way, as we live out the just way, the fair way in God's eyes. And when that happens, as we start to realize what's right, just, and fair, as we start to gain the wisdom from God, what can happen to us? As our lives start to transform, as our hearts start to turn, Satan comes and starts to make us feel guilty. He starts to attack us. He starts to say, wait, this is right, just, and fair, but look how you've been living. 
Look, have, look how you've lived outside the bounds that God has given you. Sure, it's great you're starting to change now, but look at how you have lived. Look at what you've done. Look what you've left undone. You haven't lived right, just, and fair, and he's right there picking you apart. You know what wisdom does for us then? Look at verse 12. Wisdom will save you from the wicked ways of men, from men whose words are perverse, who have left the straight paths to walk in dark ways, who delight in doing wrong and rejoice in the perverseness of evil, whose paths are crooked and who are devious in their ways. Wisdom will save you also from the adulterous woman, from the wayward woman with her seductive words, who has left her partner of her, the partner of her youth and ignored the covenant she made before God. Surely her house leads to, the, to death and her path to the spirits of the dead. None who go to her return or attain the paths of life. Thus you will walk in the ways of the good and keep to the paths of the righteous. What will happen then as we dig into God's word? God says wisdom will save you. Wisdom's not an abstract idea. Wisdom is Jesus Christ, who is wisdom from God, the Bible says, and he will save you and me, and he has. And that's what we hear as we open up the wisdom from God, his word. We hear how God has saved us from all the times we've gone our own way. We hear God proclaiming forgiveness through Jesus Christ, his death at the cross and his resurrection. We hear him proclaim forgiveness, salvation, for you and me who have all gone down the perverse ways, the lustful ways, the adulterous ways, who have gone down the de uh, deceptive ways, all of our sins, wisdom says, have been forgiven because of Jesus at the cross and his empty tomb. And we only know that because God's revealed it to us. He's given us his wisdom and he's done it as a gift so that you and I know it. And as we grow in this word, not only does it remind us that we've been saved, but it transforms us. It has saved us, it will save us. Because what does wisdom do? It transforms our hearts so that we no longer want to walk down the deceptive paths, but live in truth. Because we want to glorify God. We no longer want to walk down the wicked ways, but we want to live in righteousness. Because it honors my God, who has saved me. We no longer want to uh, use our, our mouth and our lips and our words for perverse speaking, but we want to use our words to glorify God and build others up. We no longer want to live in the lusts and adulteries of the world, but we want to live honoring the gift of marriage and the gift of God that he's given to us. We no longer want to worship other gods, but we want to worship the true God and that only happens in a process over time as we walk with God. He slowly but surely transforms our hearts as we walk with him, as we dig in his word. We see the truths that he gives to you and me, his wisdom again and again for the salvation of our souls. What's it take to give, get wisdom? It takes a loving God who gives us the wisdom. It takes God's word working in our heart to transform us to give us salvation through Jesus. And it takes us sitting and listening to be determined, to have uh, the perseverance to sit down and listen to his word 
as God lovingly holds out wisdom to you and me. And as we walk with the Lord, as we listen to his word, he'll bring wisdom to our life. And so let's do that this week. Let's sit and listen to the Lord because he's holding out his word of wisdom to you and to me every day. Let's pray. Gracious Father, you don't need to give us wisdom. You didn't need to make your word available to us. You didn't need to make it known to us. We went our own way. And yet, you've given us your wisdom, uh, not only on the pages of Scripture, but found in Jesus Christ, our Savior, who died for us, who rose for us, who lived perfectly in our place, uh, so that as we stand before you, uh, we are holy and perfect, we're forgiven, saved from our sins, and now we get to live on the paths of, of righteousness. We thank you that uh, you have saved us. We thank you that you've made that wisdom known to us. Uh, and now we ask that you help us to sit, drown out all the voices around us, and listen to the one voice that matters. And that voice is yours. Uh, we thank you that you've made your word so readily available so that we can sit no matter where we're at. We can sit and listen to you. We ask that you help us to uh, recognize that wisdom isn't just nuggets, but it's a, a relationship with you. Uh, and so help us to sit and listen and walk with you and talk with you and be in your word where true wisdom is found. Most importantly, as we continue to go through life, uh, it will be, we, we have that sinful nature in our hearts that tries to get us down uh, dark and, and wicked paths. Uh, and sometimes we go down those paths. Lord, we ask that you help us to continue to come back to your word so that you can give us the wisdom of salvation, that through Jesus, our sins are forgiven. Life eternal is ours, not because of what we've done, but because of him and our Savior Jesus. We ask all this in his name. Amen. Thank you again for listening to this message today. It's my prayer that uh, it has changed your heart as you grew in the message of your Savior Jesus. Again, if you wouldn't mind liking and subscribing, we'd be grateful for that. God bless your day.